All right, welcome back to the Pursuit of Property podcast. We are so excited to have repeat guests Aaron and Cletus Shelton with EVC Homes back on the podcast. How are you guys doing? Great. Living the dream, brother. Dude. Did you notice this, the glasses? Yes. I did. I noticed that EVC the first second homes. you sat in here. Boom. Styling. Branding. For, for those of you who are only <laughs> on audio. Oh, for those of you on audio only, she's got the EVC home glasses frames etched in, looking amazing. In orange. In orange. I want to just throw it out there. You guys were some of our early podcast guests, and we appreciate you guys supporting us early on in the journey. And hopefully things are better now than they were the last time back in the signing room. But it's cool that you guys came back on. It's, no, no, thank you. It's we're, growth. We're, we're appreciative for the opportunity each time, you know, even the first time and this time. I mean, we don't spend money on marketing and stuff, so these opportunities for us to give is as, as much as receive. So, you know, it, it gets us out there and exposes us and continues to market our company and brand and, and name as well. So we, it's, a, it's a good thing both ways. Well, yeah. and you guys have built a really amazing reputation here in the Central Valley for just doing absolutely over the top, outstanding work on your guys' rehabs. Like, I don't think I've stepped into a flip that when you step in, like, it just feels luxury, even if it's not a million dollar home, right? How long have you guys been flipping for here in town? January 2014. Wow. It'll be nine years. In this coming January coming up on your ninth year and you guys still to this day you you don't spend your full day finding your deals working on your deals you guys do this on top of your full-time jobs as well so yes. you somehow removed the major excuse a lot of people make about not getting started can you guys will you elaborate a little bit about like what you guys's current positions are and what you guys do now yeah go ahead me yeah yeah Aaron so I uh, we work for the same company it's a nonprofit here in Fresno I am a program manager over a homeless contract um, within Fresno and Madeira, and I oversee or I help supervise other contracts, um, but all of it is dealing with the, the homeless population. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'm the vice president for California Operations for West Care California, which is who Aaron works for. Um, I've been with them 13 years. Um, and worked myself up from the ground up so literally literally yeah, yeah. client so from to a, vp being a client to to where i am today so and i'm the first lady yeah hey, there we go <laughs> actually in 2007 aaron picked me up in at federal prison in victorville and drove me all the way back to fresno and i mm -hmm. had to check in as a client there the next day and do 90 days of residential treatment because i was sentenced Wow. After doing six months in federal prison for a violation. so, And that was in 2007. And then in 2009, I went back as an intern, decided to go to college and pursue a drug and alcohol degree in AS. And um, here we are. That's wow. kind of crazy. I, I always forget that portion of your guys' story. But when you guys came on last time, and if people are really interested, we went, I think, pretty in-depth back mm -hmm. on the last episode. But... Run that back. I mean, that's a lot to unpack. So yeah. you started flipping in 2014. Mm -hmm. Seven years prior, you got out of federal prison. Mm -hmm. So so how did that all work out? The year prior to that, we were homeless, living yeah. out of the car. In 2006, we were homeless, on the run, living out of the car. 
Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. So I so, was the wheel man. Uh, so talk to us. So you guys, you guys, obviously you were dealing with stuff then. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, another excuse people will say like, oh my gosh, well, my history defines me. So you guys got out of that position. Mm-hmm. You were homeless in prison. You dealt with all that. Then you guys jumped immediately out into rehab and then turned your lives around and then came back to help. And now you help with a nonprofit full time when you guys are clearly in a position with your business, you could, you could walk away today, but you're still helping people. Yeah. Because from the beginning, when we, we made a decision to get into real estate investing, um, it wasn't about replacing our job. It was about a better retirement when we decided, when we were ready to make that decision, you know, 401k social security, we already know what those look like. We have parents, um, and you know, people in our lives that we've had to help support that or, or currently helping support to make ends meet because they're living off of social security and et cetera. So that was the whole purpose, right? That and enjoy something that we both enjoy doing. We love what we do. You know, when you talk about when you walk in one of EVC's homes, it's because we pour our heart and soul Mm -hmm. into each and every one of them. It's, we're passionate about it. I've always wanted to be a designer and this is the way I can live as a designer without going to schooling because I have a natural, I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but no, I do you're, have you're a natural, 100% right. <laughs> I have a natural talent for it. I mean, there's things that I learn every single flip, like, oh shoot, if we ever get this floor plan again, I'm going to do this different. So, I mean, there are some mistakes that we do make within our flips, but we learn from it. And the next time we have the opportunity to, you know, create something, we keep that in mind. Yeah, I was even going to say just, I know we can both attest to it, talking to you guys, the feeling you get when you walk into one of EVC's homes, the passion you can feel is just overwhelming. Just talking to you guys, hearing you guys talk about your deals or show people through your houses that you guys are working on, it is really, really cool to see. And two deals that we wanted to kind of highlight and bring you guys on to talk about were one, your million dollar flip over on Van Ness, and two, your Santa Ana flip. And we can kind of go in those that, that order and kind of just shoot the shit and talk about it that way. But let's start with the Van Ness flip. Well, first off, let's correct some. Yes. They're both, both million dollar Oh, flips. both. Boom. They both there we sold go. for, uh, for 1.1. 1. 1. 1. So. Boom. Right. Love it. All right. So let's... Let's just jump right into it. If you haven't, by the way, if you have not followed EVC Homes on Instagram or Aaron and Cletus, re, either way, you should be following them because you get to see design inspiration every single day. So let me point, put that out there. But these homes have been projects for a while. So let's talk about, like Kate said, let's, let's jump into Van S and hear kind of that story. It's a long one. Ugliest piece of crap house ever. On Christmas tree lane. Ugly. And old fig. One of Fresno's most, you know, well-known streets, Absolutely. Van Ness. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it actually, the people that even lived in Old Fig f- didn't even know there was a house there. That's how depopulated and overran with trees and bushes and just... It was hidden behind the jungle. Yes. How did you guys even come across the deal in the first place? It hit the MLS. Chris, Chris told us, he went and looked at it and he told us, you've got to come see this house. He went to look at it. He walked through it. I was like, hey, did you take any pictures? He goes, no. He goes, you know, my pictures suck anyway. And I was like, 
well, what do I know what I'm working with, you know? <laughs> so not till Jason Pritchard posted it on his story. I seen his story pop up and I was like, oh, what is this? Oh, cool. So I watched his entire story. I was like, what the hell are we bidding on? Because this is awful. I mean, holes in the walls, the adobe's just <clears throat> crumbling. And I mean, it was disgusting in there. You know, yeah, it, 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 the house itself was like, okay, it wasn't, the house wasn't scary at the end of the day. It was messed up, but we've seen a hundred messed up houses, right? Flipping that house wasn't the problem for us. We already had experience flipping the house. It the, was the area. The area, it was the landscaping, the, the things that, you know, a, a half acre of prominent landscaping, Van Ness, Christmas tree lane, the kind of, you know, just like all eyes on me corner of Ashland and Van Ness, um, not dealing with, uh, had never dealt with such a big landscaping project on a flip. Um, so we didn't have numbers from experience on what that potentially could be or not be right. going into the deal. Um, we knew um, that there, at that time when we closed January of 2021, that it, the comp was 850 and it was right across the street. So what was it listed for, and then what did you guys close it on it for? It was listed for five. Five hundred. Um, there was twenty offers, and how we got it, I'll tell you the the secret to how we got it was, there was twenty offers, right? So I told Chris, call the agent, find out what the seller really needs, what's going to help them the most, and it was closing fast and allowing them to stay there for forty five days so they could figure out with the money. For free too, we let them stay for free. Mm -hmm. Didn't charge them. Gave them forty-five days after closing to move out. We did make them put ten grand in a third-party custodian. Mm -hmm. So if they weren't out on the forty-fifth day, just to keep everybody honest, right? Yep. Because at that point, you know, I don't want you homesteading. Right. Right. So on the forty-fifth day, you are out, or we keep your ten grand, and we'll just cross that walk, right? By eight o'clock. On the 45th day. Yeah, by 8 o'clock. They needed one more hour. I'm like, that's it. We're keeping them running. He goes, no, we're not. I'm like, hey. <laughs> You <Okay>. know, um, <laughs> yeah, she she talks me from doing, you know, things, and I talk her sometimes into, you know, we've got to remember, <laughs> hey, yeah, relax. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> sometimes she's pulling me, like, calm down, you know, so. But at the end of the day, that's what got us was knowing what they really needed besides the money and mm -hmm. being willing to do that for them so they can make that next step, right? That's a perfect example for a younger investor <clears throat> who maybe can't make a price work because their numbers are different. Having that know-how to ask for what's more important, you know, money or, you know, what terms are going to help you out. It's a win-win for every party. What's you your number it. one thing on Keller Williams board? Win-win or the deal doesn't happen, right? And that's, and everything we do, it's about win-win. Or that's what we've been taught about. since we first got into investing. That's still what we preach to sellers on appointments, everything. The it's truly it's is. Be if a we can't figure out to where it, you're winning and we're winning, and it, and it's a mutual relationship and an agreement, then what are we talking for? You know, unless we're just going to try to talk to figure out how we can get to that piece. Mm -hmm. But without that, there's nothing. So you guys close in April of 21? No, we closed January of 21. Or January of 21. They, okay. They got out. Uh, and they the got end, out. Out 
45 days later, so it was like the end of March, I think, 1st of April. We walked it with the contractor, Maritza, in February. Yeah, or, we walked or first it. Part of first part of March. That's when, okay. and we were, you know, painting, like, yeah. let's get rid of this, let's do this, let's cancel this, you know. They yeah. were completely out by March, yeah, beginning March, of March. Yeah, beginning okay. of March they were out, and then we um, walked it and did the layout and stuff, uh, Aaron did the design layout and floor plan yeah um within the the walls because it was adobe right so right, we really right. couldn't unless we blew out and kind of um but it was already 2850 square feet um i mean the the only thing it didn't have going for it was you know probably the living area yeah you know there's not much you could do with that but mm-hmm. within those four walls i think aaron nailed it um we were able to create a phenomenal master suite that is, you know, people would die for. We were able to create a, a kitchen that was open to the living room concept, which wasn't, you know, since the house was built. Yeah. Um, just the finishes and the design, like the floating shelves in the kitchen and stuff, like Fresno hadn't really yeah. seen that yet, right? And black cabinets and, yeah. you know, the smooth finish, modern touches. And Well, um, I mean, it sounds like, Aaron, you spent a lot of time really thinking through your designs. I mean... Obviously, it's a team effort here, but I mean, how did you guys even come up with the concept of how you were going to move forward? It's a, it's a, you knew from the start it's going to be a really high end finish home. What was even like that first step if you knew that it was like going to be Adobe and like all eyes on me and we got to really figure this thing out? Well, it freaked her out. It freaked her out. It, it did. freaked me out. I had, a, I have a, I think I did a post about it. Um, why we were in the middle of it is that. You know, I had to get out of my own head because she started overthinking the designs and second-guessing, wanting to change things and this and that. And it's like, finally, it was, I think it was Jen and Jason that we met with and kind of brought her back to, like, quit overthinking it, Aaron. You know what you're doing. You know, don't worry about what old fig thinks or anybody else thinks. Do Aaron and be Aaron because what you've done and, and have always done has proven uh, positive results, right? So, and it was me getting psyched out over the landscaping and the numbers, knowing that we had an 850 comp. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pushing the chips in. I'm going all in. I don't give a fuck what that comp is. We're going to do what we're going to do. And when we're done, we're going to see where we're at. It was ballsy. It was risky. Um, probably not the smartest thing to do, but did but it I anyways. Did, yeah. And I did tell him, I was like, you know, this is Christmas tree lane. Every single house is different from the next one. We can really push the envelope here. That was early on when I wasn't too freaked out. And then I got in my head and then I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing? I'm freaked out now. <laughs> yeah, we kind of back talked. This there was a lot of nights, dude, honestly, going through it because we were so used to our flips being three, four months, you know, in and out. Kind of no matter what the problem was, we dealt with it. Even if it was a stop work order, go pull your permits out of whatever that just a lot of stress and anxiety just brought on by our own internal pieces because of such a big lot of you know pushing the chips all in yeah you know we're in this we can't stop you know was that was that the first project of that magnitude you guys had taken on well i mean of course (laughs) i mean you're going in there I'd be scared. Well, prior to that, it's like our first house in Old Fig was our first half million dollar house like a year and a half before that. 
Yeah. And a half million back then in 2019 was like a big deal in Fresno. A million dollar house in Fresno uh, back in 2019 was like not, there was very few, right? Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. Not, not, not like you see today, today. Yeah. right? A, a million dollars today is different. Um, and when we bought this, it, it was non-existent million dollar house on Old Fig and on yeah. Christmas Tree Lane. You know what I mean? Like I said, the highest comp was 850. 850. Well, and somebody who's getting married pretty soon here, I'll say, holy crap. Like you guys already probably have enough with your full-time jobs and you guys have everything else going on in your life because this wasn't your only project and it was a long (laughs) period of time. Like I think we did 20 other flips during that year and a half that we did had Van S. We flipped Kyle Stanley's house and that house uh Trenton, which was a big project ended Mm -hmm. up being like 200 and something thousand in rehab. I mean, just, and then Santa Ana down the street, which will, you know, segue into another uh, over a million dollar house, like less than a quarter, what quarter mile. Yeah. How, I mean, how often was this project coming up in your evening conversations? All day, every day, bro. All day, every day for a year and a half. And then everybody asks you, how's Van S going? How's this going? You know, how's Van S? How's Van S? Where are you guys at? So funny story. I was sitting on the couch and I'm thinking, and the master closet, of Van S was a bedroom. Oh, yeah, right. Freak out moment. I did. I was like, oh my God. Like, I jumped up and he's like, what is wrong? And I'm like, we don't need five bedrooms. We need a badass closet, bathroom, master suite. And he's like, okay. So we immediately started texting Chris, like, what, what value is a fifth bedroom going to bring? What value is a master suite going to bring. A He's bomb like, master suite. Yeah, he yeah. goes master suite all day long. I was 100%. like, okay. So we went there, big pile of dirt, big hole in the ground, because there was already an existing bathroom. It was just a very long, narrow bathroom. So we ate into some of the master suite, or the bedroom, We like maybe three and a half feet, to make a bigger uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a foot into that existing bedroom. Right. And that was the bathroom. And then, I mean, sleepless nights, you know, I'm just like sitting there on Pinterest, like, what can I, how do I design this bathroom? We were sitting there and I was trying to draw it out on the wall. I'm like, you guys, I need a little bit more time and not all eyes on me because this is a lot Mm -hmm. of pressure right here. So I went home and I started looking. I seen a bathroom. I was like, <coughs> that's it. We could do exactly this in that space. And I I have like a free app that I. Magic uh, plan. Yeah, magic plan. I eventually bought, you know, the, the paid version. But I just drew it out. I knew what the measurements were. I just drew it out on that. And then the Maritza gave it to her plumber. He printed or she printed it out for him. He was using that exact plan. I found it sitting there. You know, like dirty fingerprints all over. I was like, oh, my God, he's actually using my plans <laughs> that I created. On it the was, free app. Yeah. And it just goes to show you. I mean, you don't have to have the craziest tools if you have the good talent, right? If you are creative, there's definitely a way to make it work. And as somebody who walked through it, um, I wish my master suite looked like that. Uh, <laughs> I think you're 100% right. And if you ever had those moments of doubt, why did I tear out a fifth bedroom? The way that you laid out the master suite, in my opinion, was probably one of the big selling points of that interior of that house. Because you walked in, gorgeous vaulted ceiling, 
huge, huge, huge bathroom, the walk-in closet with all this, all the storage and everything. It was done to the nines. Thank you. To the nines. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Side note. I know we're talking a lot about it, and you mentioned it earlier. Go to EVC Homes Instagram. Search up Aaron. Search up Cletus. Go find all of the videos, the photos of this place, because this place what was is that? freaking killer. What was the address, too? You could look it up. 4190. 40 North Banass. North Banass. So let's talk about the outside. We talked a lot about the inside. Definitely... You guys, did, you blew it out of the park. But yeah. part of the scope of this project that blew me away was when we came over, we didn't have any landscaping done. And you showed us all the chalk and here's where this is all going to lay out. The next time we saw it was at the giant party. Yeah. Right. And it was a completely different property. So what was that like? Actually. You know, it was, it, it felt good. It was a sense of accomplishment, right? To finally bring the whole thing to a, 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 fi- a final resting spot. And it all come together to where it it flowed from the moment you just drove by the property or pulled up to the property and just, you know, um, to be able to have the teams, you know, like um, Premier Escape, uh, Matt, him and his team, um, you know, they they crushed it. They helped us with the design. Um, We did a, what do they call it, remnants um, early on. Rendering. Rendering. um, Early on what we thought we wanted and we about 85% kept that rendering, um, had to do some tweaking to be able to get, you know, down to real stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, it was... Um, we had to tweak because the county sick their attorney on us. Yeah, yeah. What? But <laughs> if everybody doesn't know that um, I got a phone call <laughs> as the tree companies there demoing all the trees on the property, which is like 50 trees. We didn't know when we bought this property that from the center of Van Ness, 60 feet to the right and 60 feet to the left at Van Ness and Ashland on Van Ness belongs to the county. It's called the right-of-way. Mm-hmm. Wasn't in the prelim, wasn't in disclosures. Um, so on I, Ashland? On Ashland, it's the center of the road, 30 feet both ways. Yeah. Okay. Um, got a phone call from the tree guy when they were demoing all the trees. He goes, hey, Cletus, there's this pine tree leaning on the corner of Ashland and Van Ness. It doesn't look safe. What do you want me to do? I said, it don't look safe. He said, no. And I said, well, then cut it. I didn't know that tree wasn't on our property. I didn't know that tree belonged to Fresno County. And, and that tree was donated by a, a very prominent um, board board of supervisor who was now in Congress. Um, and the whole community was in an uproar because um, Within an hour, two hours after that tree being cut, shut it the down. The whole old fig went wild. People coming down there, you can't cut these trees, yelling and screaming. Chris calls me, we get get down here, bro. We got a lot of tension. And <laughs> long story short, they put a stop work order. Fresno County did, and then like a week later, I got served certified mail that uh, from Fresno County attorney um, that they were going after us for. So how did? damaging their property fresno's county i just i didn't lawyer up i just got met with the lawyer and he kept insisting that hey do you sure you don't want a lawyer i said no absolutely not i said i'm not here to do but one thing is just make it right how do i move forward Mm -hmm. yeah i apologize he goes because his first question when he when he answered (laughs) i got on the phone he goes are you from fresno i said 
No, but my wife was born and raised So throw here. me under the bus. <laughs> I almost said no, but I got busted in Fresno just because who I am and the way I talk openly. Yeah. But yeah. I like, no, but my wife is born and raised here, right? And he goes, well, because do you know what Christmas tree lane? I said, listen, bro. Yes. I didn't, just, we just didn't come in there and just say, fuck Christmas tree lane. Cut this tree down. Give a fuck. That's not the case. So if you're thinking we're some out of town investor and we don't know what the Christmas tree lane is? Yes, we know. Did we know that that tree didn't belong to us on our property? No. It was an innocent mistake. I've been trying to ask the road development comp uh, county department for three weeks on how do I fix this, and nobody would talk to me. So until I get a letter from you, and now here we are at the table, you're wanting to resolve this, but you know, with being an attorney, right? Right. I said I don't need a lawyer up. Um, unless I get down the road with you and I feel like you're trying to do something that isn't fair or right, doesn't mm -hmm. feel good, then I may exercise that right later. But right now, I just want to move forward. And I want to apologize. You know? Take the humble route. That's the truth. And it, and it's good. You're supposed to own up to it when yeah. you make a mistake. And you guys aren't like malicious people. Exactly. And you guys care about the community. Look exactly. at your freaking jobs, you exactly. know? And that's why I told him. I said, we work for a nonprofit. We're local investors, brother. I said it, it was an innocent mistake, and you know me and Aaron. After that, we re, we we came to an agreement with Fresno County, got it in writing, fifty grand in a lot of you know planting two new Christmas trees, all kinds of trees down Ashland, and then also not only that the grading and then ADA walkways from down Van S and Ashland, and and we um, lost five and, or six months. And not only that, we had to run you know, irrigation to everything for the, uh, for the rest of the, uh, for as long as that house is owned by anybody. So it's even when we sold it, we had, they had to, you know, sign, they understand they got to water these trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was, but then like a month later, me and Aaron, uh, got a call from one of our friends that live in old fig. And he says, Hey, your address Vanessa is on the agenda on, on the old fig, uh, monthly meeting. They have their own like, right. HOA. Yeah. Meeting. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I'm gonna send you the link. You can just, you guys can sign in, so you can see what they're gonna say, what the, you know, what's going on. So we did. We sat there, and they knew somebody they didn't know that was normally like present, and they said, well, there seems to be somebody on here that we don't know, and so that, at that moment, I just told them who we are. I'm Cletus and my wife Erin Shelton. We're the owners of the house on Van Ness, and just broke it down to them, basically what I told you, you know, how innocent it was, how we didn't know that that wasn't our property and that we're already in negotiations with Fresno County and are going to make it right. And it's going to be more than what we did, mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day. And, and, and for that, we apologize. It's not like we just came in and wanted to shit on Christmas tree lane. Right. Right. And I said, just get, just bear with us when we're done at this, it's going to be way better than it ever has been. You guys were adding value to the neighborhood too. Right. You know, you had a, a shithole house and, you turned it around. You sold it for, you know, a ton of money. Let's talk about that. But, you know, it seems a little crazy. I get people being frustrated, but I'm glad that you guys handled it with grace. And it all got resolved. And Yeah, and I you think, know, the right thing's the right thing, right? Right. Honesty, openness, willingness. Open and honest. Communication, you know, those things. It's just, you know, that's the only way we got to go, right? I had to take my beatings, you know, verbally here and there. And those things. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, but I get it. I get it. Some people are very passionate about certain things in particular. 
Yeah. And then you guys listed the home. Obviously, the market's been interesting since you guys sold it. But even before things are starting to shake up when you guys were working on getting it in escrow and wrapped up, you know, any crazy stories during that? I really don't know anything. Well, let's talk about the party. The party was yes. the shit. The party, the party almost didn't happen. Um, really? Because well, of the weather. The weather, it oh, yeah. poured like an hour before the party was supposed to start. We had everybody all hands on deck. The, the tent company sent a guy, and he's trying to knock water off of the tent. I mean, because the tents were caving in. It just was a torrential downpour. And you're not talking about cheap tents. No. Right, right. And then, you know, the party planner, she brought all of the stylist. She brought all of her stuff. It looked beautiful. And then this downpour, she left to go get ready to come back. She came back, and she's like, what the fuck happened i was like oh my god we're gonna fix it just you know give us give us like a half an hour we're gonna fix it and i mean our guy you know he's spraying off all the rugs and making sure all the the topsoil is back in the in the flower beds i mean it was a hot mess but it turned out beautiful kate and i went as guests we both brought our significant others and we had no clue I mean, we no, showed up. Yeah, the house looked zero gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. the, there was drinks and food and tons of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tons yeah. of At people. At least 300 people. Tons. And everybody who walked through, I don't think I heard any negative comments the whole night about any design choices, anything. And you guys were asking everybody about what our thoughts were. And I mean, it was our first time, Caden's mind, seeing it with all the landscaping. And I mean, it was a completely turned around place. And we yeah, would have we had were, no clue. We were proud that day you know to be able to open it up to the community and for the neighbors and everybody to come and actually see the inside and see every inch of the property you know and and uh, what what was great to see is a lot of the neighbors come by and thanked us that night and Mm -hmm. and ate and and had some wine and beer or whatever you know and had a cigar and you know it was just i felt like a true community again at peace right so that alone even if we hadn't made any money was enough for us yeah to be honest with you yeah um just to know that the community is uplifted and they're at peace again and we were able to work through that with them and come out the other side whole right yeah with a what with a freaking gorgeous beautiful house right there on the corner right for the community too so let's um let's talk a little bit of numbers before we head into santa Santa Ana. so uh holding period for this was about so, uh, it, it was from january till what, what we closed in july of this year so okay we're talking about 16 months but the way yeah. i structured it up front was i no interest um okay. private money person okay 50 50 split on the back end he funds all purchase all rehab costs and if we make 50 cents we split it if we make fifty thousand, we split it okay okay so there was no holding interest yep compounding and building up i wasn't going to go into this with all those unknowns and and this um with an interest payment so i needed i tapped the right private money person we have and you know was willing to get behind us and let's go you know because we borrowed a lot of money from them so it's like right you have a reputation if you've been doing it since 2014 oh yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah um so that that made it much better because then we could just can you know keep track of our rehab costs we already know what we paid and we knew that you know so when we got to the end of it we were like 900 and 
85. 85, all in. All in. All See, in. I do know numbers. See? There we, I so, know. Come on now. So, <laughs> so you bought it for five. Well, I bought it for five, but I ended up getting a 25000 price reduction right before closing because I, I, I asked for fifty. right, like two weeks before we were closed, and they, they came back and gave us twenty five. So we got it for okay. four seventy five. So you put in as much as you paid for. Yep. It. You put in four hundred plus More. thousand. Yeah. yeah. Five hundred plus yeah, thousand. Right. Well, it came out to like it was like five hundred five, I think, with four seventy five, five hundred five. Wow. And that's a rehab holding. You know, as right. far as PG&E, Every, no, no, no. Yes, you're you know, everything. Everything, all in, <laughs> all in. And um, you know, when we listed it, we listed it at one point two nine nine. We were swinging for the fence because it was brand new and it was the only thing that's new that was out there. And it's like so there was no there's one of no a comp. kind. Yeah, one yeah. of a kind. So. <laughs> And we've just had to, you, you can always come down, you can't go up, right? And we were coming out of the craziest market in the history, history. of real estate markets. Um, you know, um, we had packed showings, we had a lot of activity. Um, I just think that, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't know. It, it didn't work out to be able to get that high of a sell price. I think if we had held out, we may have been able to get better. But being that we'd already been in it for 16 months, 15 months or whatever um, to get it on the market and then used to having our houses get locked up day one um, and this being a, you know over a million dollar house and the data prior to this house hitting in the last two years there was only four houses that had sold over a million dollars in old fig and the average because we ran the data the data was like the fastest was 42 days 42 days wow and the longest was like 120 some days. So were you out prepared of those for that? Yeah, that's Mentally. well. Then now then mm-hmm. we had we had a way to kind of look at what, what to expect, right? Yeah. Based off the data history. So you know when we got 60, 90 days into it, and like and that's when I was like, okay, let's drop it 100. And then we had the lady that ended up buying it. She made she it came off. so many times. Yeah, she was all in, and um, so what we ended up doing. Um, Chris, we took him out of the deal to be able to make this work. 1.1, no no realtor commissions. So being able to sell her this house, but this is what we were able to do for Chris through this deal is that she owned another house in Old Fig. So Chris got to list her house. We, we, oh, we locked it up contingent was, on the sale of her house if Chris lists the house. Mm-hmm. She was trying to FISBO it. And... The, the offer was contingent on the sale of her house. She could buy the, the property without the sale of her house, but yeah. it was still, she had that contingency. And he said, if it hasn't sold in 10 days, 10 days. To get then you escrow. need to give it to Chris and let him list it. So she decided after day two to give it to Chris. And like day six, Chris had an offer. <laughs> so yeah. Chris ended up getting that listing and that. And then we also gave Chris 20000 um, when we closed. Yeah. So took care of him. Yeah. So we gave Chris 20. We had 80 left. A private money person got 40. We got 40. So. And you guys learned a shit ton. Oh, yeah. And, and you guys also Dude, had tons remember, of content. Remember and what you I said guys earlier? Everything. The comp was 850 across the street. And we sold it at 1.1. 1. 1. 1. And nobody lost. Tons of experience. You know, we drive by there forever for the rest of our lives and know that we did that. You guys did that. You yeah. know? And I you think know, it's badass. I said earlier how we learn, you know, I learn design mistakes that I've made. Well, 
we went to dinner with Chris the other night and he's like, yeah, it would have been really cool to turn that wine room instead of wine room, make that the laundry room. And then you could have made the dining room a little bit bigger. And I was like, where were you a year ago? Why didn't you say any of this? Well, hindsight's a motherfucker, right? Yeah. Well, when you have, yeah, 18 <laughs> months to think about it. <laughs> I was like, man, why didn't I think of that? Well, and let's jump into the next one, which you guys definitely blew everybody's socks off on, was Santa Ana. For those who don't know, Santa Ana is right next to Van Ness, yep. also Christmas tree lane. Yep. And we went and visited it, and you guys have been posting a ton about the Van Ness deal. I didn't even realize that you had an equally amazing house just down the street, you were working on it at the same we time. We closed uh, Santa Ana two months after we closed Van Ness when we bought it in 2021. We bought it in March, and we bought it for 400000 And talk us through that deal. Well, that deal was... Best kitchen ever. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I told down. Aaron when we were Hands there down. meeting with uh, the contractor and stuff, I said, you can do whatever you want within the walls <laughs> of the house. And within like 15 minutes later... Uh, she was like, I just looked at Maritza. I was like, can we just entertain something real quick? She goes, you want to move the wall out? I was like, yes. <laughs> I go, how much extra is that? 20 grand. Let's do it. So you blew the wall out in the kitchen. And for anybody who hasn't seen it, what's the address? Uh, 621 East Santa Ana. So if you're looking at the photos online, you're you're going to see that the kitchen is giant and it's super Two usable. Two ten-foot islands. I mean, just I'm a commercial fridge. Baller. 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 Yeah, straight baller. <laughs> and it Wall looks, of pantry. Two dishwashers, 48-inch cook stove. Looks into just, the just, awesome living room with the giant slider, all views out to the nice backyard. Yeah. And it had a, the breezeway, and we decided to close that in and make that like another junior suite. Dude. So when we got when I got uh, Vince brought me that as a pocket listing because like I said we don't market you know it's all relationships mm -hmm. how we get all of our deals every day right people bring them to us wholesalers agents people you know whatever right um, so Vince brought this to us and I was gonna lo lock it up but I you know we had never done a deal with Jason so I just called him up and I said listen I got this deal it's one house off Van Ass it's a killer deal you you want a partner. You know, you bring the money, we got the deal, we'll rehab it, you stay out the way. If we need something, we'll holler. Um, he goes, let's do it, you know? So we brought Jason and Jen in on it. Um, and then we were there, and Aaron wanted to push the house out. So I was like, okay, Maritza, before I call Jason, because he's in bed with us, 25, 30 grand, is that what the extra is going to be, you know, to push this all out? So Jason agreed it's 100% that, you know, we'd be stupid not to support Aaron's idea um, and expand the square footage and add an additional bathroom and a mother-in-law suite out of it. Um, so that's what we did. Um, the crazy thing is, as you know, with COVID and, you know, we had submitted the drawings and stuff, it took five months to get the plans approved. And then wow. it triggered Title 24 where they wanted, uh, because we expanded the house over 250 square feet, it triggered Title 24 where we had to put sprinklers, fire sprinkler system in it and, you know, all these special conditions. Yeah. Henry so, was just telling me how expensive that is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's 12 grand, right? Basically 10 to 12 grand on a 2,000 square foot house and depending on how big. But, I mean, it's just that and it's just extra steps and more permits and more pieces. And 
But Fresno County to approve the plans took five months. So from March to when we submitted plans, I think in May, it was June, July, August, September, October. It was the end of October before we got the green light to go. Wow. And, and talk us through that. I mean, you guys did an amazing job on both homes. Obviously, we saw a lot about Van Ness, but when you walk into Santa Ana, just like Van Ness, you walk in and like what Cade was saying, like you can tell right. this is not a normal flip. No. This is a remodeled home. You guys remodeled it. I almost describe it. You guys remodel your homes as if you were going to live in them. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and I think that shows. Because that's one of the exit strategies. If they don't sell, we'll buy it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were going to, if we wouldn't have been able to sell Van S or whatever, we would have moved in it, you know? He would have moved in it. I would have moved into Santa Ana. <laughs> Santa Ana. I, I really liked Santa Ana. Yeah. I thought that both were too. really awesome. She, the reason I liked Van S because of the driveway and just that yeah. yep. setback and that yeah. piece to me, I felt like I was the big dog on the block, right? Yeah. Now. Yep. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, it is. Open. It's like, uh, what is that old show? Uh, Pimp this house or whatever the one where you know it was like MTV Cribs. Yeah, MTV Cribs. That's what I felt <laughs> there we like. Go. Sitting out there blowing my black and mild, drinking my monsters, just looking and being proud <laughs> on the you. front porch. On the front Kicking porch. Kicking your feet up. You know, and you got congressmen jogging by and their housewives and stuff. And yeah. I'm out of pocket, right? Yeah, yeah I think I think big. I saw Jim Pat I mean, um what's his name? Um Patterson? No, Costa. Jim Costa ride by on his bike. I was like Hey, <laughs> you know, you just, it's a know. cool spot. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. And, and driving down Christmas tree lane with all the trees, it's just, it gives you a certain feeling, right? Yeah. And they definitely know our cars in old fig. Yeah. We lived there for the last year and a half with yeah. both those projects. And you know, a lot of people respect us now. You that's, know, that's good. Like, that's our fifth house. Those two, after those two, that was our fifth. We've done an old fig. Yeah. And, you know, now they bring them to us from Old Fig, certain people, because, they, you know, agents that live there, because they, they don't want just anybody flipping it. Yeah. Because they want the value. They want the goodness there, right? Talk us through, I mean, Santa Ana had its own problems. It sounds like the construction phase got delayed with the Yeah, and then with the, the appraisal issue. Let's talk about the appraisal, because I heard it from a different angle. <laughs> yeah. But I want to hear your what the real life story is. Well, and the it's real life story a, is that, you know, we hit the market at 1.1, and... The very first day, by 10 o'clock that night, we had a full price offer, which is record-setting for Old Fig for over a million, right? It's a lot different than 42 days, right, Mm -hmm. sitting on the market before getting, you know So there was like, okay, so then we were like, okay, let's stall these people because if someone's paying 1.1 and uh, that quick, we got to at least stall them because that was like on on a Tuesday, so we – no, it was Wednesday – Wednesday, but we stalled them till uh, Saturday morning just to give some other foot mm-hmm. traffic through and to see what shook out. Yeah. And Saturday, we accepted that offer. But, I mean, realistically, at that price point, people are slower to respond. They're very picky. They want to go out and look at the property multiple times before they make that decision. It but it was better to just for, accept that offer. I think, yeah. I think the moment they walked in the door at Santa Ana, it was instantly became something emotional because they just fell in love with it. Um, and they just blew past the rational part of their brain. Well, right? Victoria, Victoria Butler's parents went there and her mom, she's like, literally took my breath. I was like, wow, 
usually babies do that but i mean wow a house no i mean so my experience with people at that price point is um they'll pull the trigger quickly but only for the perfect house Mm -hmm. right right? and so it sounds like you guys did a really good job of designing somebody's perfect house right and not to say anybody else probably didn't like it but to say that that person pulling the trigger on day one it just met all their boxes i mean they walked in and they said I'm willing to spend this kind of money because this house is perfect. Right. And it was. It was really, really, there was nothing left to do. Yeah, no, there wasn't. It was there a perfect no. house. Half acre lot, beautiful. There was something left to do. Uh-oh. We drove back by a few months later. It was like last month we drove by, and there was three redwoods in the corner of the, the yard mm-hmm. that, I mean, they needed to go. I mean, they they needed to go bad because they were very old. They were, you know, limbs kept falling down. They they weren't maintained well. They chopped them down. Yeah. Oh, they did. They ended up chopping them down. Yeah. yeah. So how long? So you guys, you had that, you know, five months, six month delay until October. Mm-hmm. Um, how much longer did the rehab take until you guys were done in escrow closed? So November, December, January, February, March. Uh, april it took us six months okay six months yeah, to we close hit, we hit the mark well we hit the market i think was may 1st second okay yeah and how much comparing you know you guys you guys have bought this for 400 you bought vaness for for 475 you dumped in more than you bought on vaness how much did you guys end up being all in for on santa Ana? i think it was like 880 okay 890 Okay. So and and then loan costs, you know, probably, I don't know, might have been right at nine. So let's jump in then. Mm-hmm. What happened with the appraisal? Well, the appraisal was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened with well, the appraisal. What happened was a, an individual <laughs> showed up who was the appraiser that absolutely hates flippers, one hundred percent, and wasn't um, quiet about it. Because the minute he hit the property and met Chris, he's like, "Well, how much did they pay for this door? How much did they pay for this? How much?" They over rehabbed this place. This house is not worth this. You know, he's just talking trash. And which is sad because if he had just done his job and not took things to a personal level, he would have been able to come out with reality and, and, and what, what the value is of that place. He said, another stupid thing he said is that this is one of the most undesirable streets in Old Fig. It's in between Wishon and Van Ness, the houses. Wishon and Van Ness are the most prominent streets, and it's north, uh, as close north to Shaw as you can get. The closer you get to Shaw on Van Ness or Wishon, gets even better. Gets even better from Ashland or Shields, et cetera, right? So you're far north to Shaw as you can get, and you're in between Van Ness and Ash, uh, Wishon one house either way Mm -hmm. there's two and a half million dollar houses being built across the street beautiful houses how is that undesirable how is that an undesirable street so he just was finding everything that he personally wanted to throw in there to to drive down the value so he he brought the 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 appraisal in at seven hundred forty five thousand dollars oh you want to talk about your heart drop when you guys are well, into it for $150,000 more than what the appraisals come in at. Like. Yeah, we're, we, <laughs> we, just, we just lost a hundred. I mean, we're, and, and the deal's done. We can't, I mean, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But that, it's so unrealistic. It's like, okay, 
That's crazy. Yeah. If like, you had come in at nine fifty <laughs> or a million, you know, then we would have been like, you know what? And then he didn't even rate it right. He did. He rated it as moderately fixed Three. up. You've oh. got to be kidding. Yeah. yeah. And, and, oh, come and on. Van Ness being, <laughs> it was down the street. Van Ness was a comp, but Van Ness wasn't pending yet. Van Ness oh. was pending. It was pending. Oh, so it, okay. it was pending. So he had, he used that as a comp, but he gave Van Ness a, a higher quality. Little did he know that it's the people and the same people did the same, same work. Same exact. Exact. <laughs> And he gave us the lowest quality on Santa Ana, but the the pending comp because he didn't know it was ours. He gave it the highest rating and gave us a hundred and fifty thousand dollar de- deduction because of the difference in quality. You've got to be kidding me! It's what, the same quality. What? Okay. If not better. Can I if hear? Can I hear what went through your guys' heads as a group? You three, including Jason and Jen, or four. What was the general consensus when that came? Well, that it, it's so far off that it's ridiculous. We know it's not real. So our next move is going to here's the options: either they move the loan and we get a different lender, mm-hmm. so we can get a, another appraisal, or we the just cancel done. escrow and we put it back on the market. You'll get way better than seven forty. Oh yeah, the market, I'm not. Right? I'm yeah, or I'm moving in. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to drop yeah. 150 k to lose a no, beautiful no, home. No, no, and it's stupid, bro. I know the value of that place, right? A hundred percent, hundred percent. And we knew the buyer knew the the value of the yeah. home because they were willing to they pay were willing the to one do it all day, and they're qualified. So we ended up uh, rebuilding the the appraisal. He came back. He raised it a hundred thousand, hundred and five to eight eight fifty, which was still stupid. Yeah. He had the square footage wrong. He was this and that. He was still beating it. He just didn't want he was done, right? He didn't even want to do that. But so we moved alone after that. Because we had to go through that process before we could say, you know right. what, we gotta have a legitimate reason to move this, right? So right. they moved the file and, and another lender took over. And we got a, um, so I made phone calls to people that I've known and, and been in this business for 30, years. Who was years. the first phone call? Mark Navarro. Who's the second? Um, who was it? I don't know. We always call Brad. Oh, Brad Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> you know, people with experience and, and to share and, and, you know, because it's a small world, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have something to say about this appraiser here in a few on your experience on on what he shared with you at a whole nother property that he didn't yeah. even know that you knew me and Jason and Aaron, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, I'll jump into it. Okay. Let me clarify too. I didn't know who he was talking about during this conversation. He had said this house on Van S and he had ran his mouth. I've known you guys for a few years. Mm-hmm. I have literally never walked into one of your projects and thought this is a shithole. Right. I have always walked in and gone, wow, this is a lot nicer than anybody else does. And I have always walked in and been impressed. And I'm not even tooting your own horn. This is like, this is how out of pocket his comments were. That I left the appointment after he had been at a separate appraisal. He had no business talking about his other deals. Like, let me clarify, if you're not familiar with real estate, Appraisers are not supposed to talk about their deals. Their whole mm-hmm. purpose is to find value as a uninvolved uh, third party. Yep. That's it. He came over to my client's house, was rambling his mouth about this shithole that people are trying to get $1.1 million for. And he rubbed it in that he had gotten this other piece of property. And this is where I think it all came together. 
he claimed he had gotten this other property of similar size and scope and value for seven fifty, and that there's no fucking way that this house is worth one point one. And he bragged that he brought it in like whatever it was three hundred plus thousand under, and was like, "They're gonna learn about how to flip a house today." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And it made my blood boil, not knowing anything about who the person was. I just knew this guy brought in a deal hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands under. And so what did I do? I, on the behalf, on the behest of my client, I called the lender and I said, the appraiser that just walked our house was bragging about bringing in this appraisal hundreds of thousands low. I would like to have him looked into. Just an, an, like just a check into him. The both lenders for the same company, Fresno and Madera's office, both had him on like a do not use list, but he was still somehow getting scheduled because the way that appraisers work, you can't pick obviously right. the exact appraiser. Well, regardless, I went to Jay's house, not what it was it month, a month later, maybe mm-hmm. Jason's talking and in the corner of uh, the conversation, I hear like, he's talking with Benny about something. I hear, yeah, this guy brought in my appraisal 300 <coughs> something thousand low. And it all clicked. And I was like, no fucking way. It's Santa Ana. Talk with Jason. Turns out there it was. I got chills. It was the same guy that I had reported. And we. I went through my broker and everything. I mean, I got like serious about reporting this guy. I went through broker. I went online. And I went through both of the managers at the lending company. Because I was like, this is so no, fucked. That's wrong. And the, what made it so fucked was that he was like, it was all ego. He was just trying to fucking flex that he had gotten this other deal. And it, he never referenced why it was worth so much less. And then it was like he was bragging about it to me. Little did he know that you're in the smallest big city in Fresno and that fucking everybody knows everybody. Absolutely. And I turned out later, I told Jason that I had reported him. And Jason gave me a big old like high five. He was like, fuck that guy. That was ridiculous. Thank you. And I was like, I didn't even do it as a favor. Like this was just, cause this was wrong. It was just <laughs> yeah. wrong. Right. There was and so many conference calls with Jason. We're like, are you sitting down? It was, <laughs> yeah. it was just, it this was is ridiculous. not going to be a good conversation. Him and Jen were driving to San Francisco when we got the initial <laughs> appraisal. Yeah. And I, me and Aaron were on the call with him. I said, we said, are you sitting down? He goes, I'm driving. Do I need to pull over? I said, well, you know, you might hold said, on tight to the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, the appraisal just came back on Santa Ana. And he goes, yeah. And I said, and it came in at 745,000. He goes, what? I'm literally, he was fucking going to drive off a cliff. You yeah, know what bro. I mean? Like, <laughs> if you know Jason, that is so in character too. Yeah. Well, and like, Overall, part of why I want to bring up Santa Ana is because people right now are going to be experiencing this much more often. I wanted to hear you guys, obviously, because yours was definitely a malicious, uh, egotistical decision. You guys handled it pretty well. Like, how did that conversation overall with the buyer and the agents and all that? I mean, well, here's was the, everybody on board. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's the reality, bro. Uh, right's right. Wrong's wrong. And, you know, just telling the, obviously I, I'm not in the buyer's shoes, but I can tell you that, you know, come on, 745, you know, they, they wanted the house. Let's move it over here. Let's get an unbiased second opinion from a second appraiser. And if it comes back, we'll just talk about that results. Right. So what did it come back at? 1.1 full value. Boom. No problems. When the appraiser showed up, she already said before she walked in, she goes, I don't, I'm not, I, I already did 
pre-work on this. And I honestly, I don't see this being a problem. Yeah. So 1.1. It was done so well for that to get uh, to come in 300,000 plus. Santa under. Ana, just so you know, was ended up being, twi- I think it was like 2,450 square feet. So it was like $433 a square foot when it sold. Yeah. For that Fresno. is awesome. Yeah. So it's an expensive neighborhood. It actually neighborhood was higher really square well footage done. than Van Ness than and Van Ash. Because Van Ness was 2,850 square feet at 1.1. 1. 1. So. Damn. Funny story about Santa Ana. Right when it was wrapping up, we were almost done with it. A lady was walking by and the landscaping wasn't done yet. And she's looking and... You know, I'm standing outside looking at it, you know, admiring it. And she's like, oh, this is such a beautiful house. I'm like, oh, thank you. And she's like, oh, are you the owner? And I said, yeah, me and my husband, we're, we're flipping it. And she's like, oh. And she goes, yeah, I was always curious about this house. And I go, would you like to go in and look? She goes, yes. So she cornered me in, like, the little mud area in the back. And she was talking to us about you know flipping and all this stuff and and he said yeah we have another one down the street on Van Ness and she goes did you hear what those people did on the corner of Van Ness and Ashland and they cut down all those trees and I said ma'am that was us and we are very sorry but awkward yeah I said (laughs) all of those trees were diseased they were falling over on the on our contractors and I said you know None of them could have been salvaged. It was better off for the community. They were being held up by, you know, metal rods. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, as as Maritza's team was working, branches were literally breaking and falling down. Like, not little branches. Huge branches. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I am so glad nobody was standing under that when that fell. Yeah, because there was ponds and everything there. You it know. was so bad. It was so That's bad. That's hilarious. And she said, well, thank you for bringing up the value of our neighborhood. And I was like, absolutely. That's what we're here for. Yeah, don't shit on us next time. Yeah, so <laughs> spread the word that we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just took time and consistency and doing the right thing to turn that all that around. And even the conversations, because once we had Van S party, like, it was different. Because everybody in Old Fig yeah. came. Yeah. And there were really, so many neighbors that came. And then they knew at that point that we had already met our, our, our you know, with the Fresno County yep. uh, agreement. That yep. We did everything we promised we would do. And, you know, because, I mean, if not, they were going to come after us financially. So, so what two freaking baller, badass, amazing flips over there within a quarter mile of each other, both selling for $1.1 million within what? When did they both close? Same Within, month. Same month. In the same freaking month. A year and a half in the making for both of them and getting those things closed and across the finish line the same month. Yeah, we ended up uh, splitting, I think it was like 140-some thousand net profit off of Santa Ana. There we go. Um, Jason got 72. We got 72. Yeah. Another so. win-win. Oh yeah, win 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 wins across the the board. At the end of the day, brother, seventy. You know that's a lot of money, hundred fifty thousand dollars net on a deal in Fresno. You know, for regardless if it takes you four months or a year. Yeah, the sun goes (laughs) up and down. I mean, it doesn't matter. We still walked away in a beautiful portfolio of something Mm -hmm. we did and 
proud of it. And you were still doing other deals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We always have like five or six usually going in some phase or another. Yeah. As we wrap up, talk about what you guys have going on right now. We had those two big deals close out, obviously, earlier this year. What are you guys working on now? What's on the horizon for you guys? Well, we just locked, we just closed a couple days ago. Uh, Another big one that's on for Van S Extension and Bullard on Kavanaugh. There we go. Yeah. I know where that's at. It's a modern style house it's going to be beautiful um we bought it for 4.99 um looking to have it done in christmas time mm-hmm. um we bought that by ourselves. Uh, it's been a while we've been partnering with butler and his wife teaching him the ropes we've mm-hmm. done i don't know five or six or maybe seven different levels and different style of rehabs with them um to teach them um right now currently we have three in escrow to be sold mm-hmm um, we have three under construction. One is going to list at eight fifty. One's going to list at uh, one's already sold. Basically, as soon as it's done, Townsend sold it to um, Butler's uh, mother-in-law's yep. father-in-law. There with, we go. Without yeah, sold it off market. Um, and then we have uh, what's the other one we're working on? We got Ashurst, Townsend, and then. Um, Lafayette with Jason. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, we we brought another deal and we I called Jason. I when we the deal got brought to me, guy messaged me a messenger. So we I was gonna lock it up. I I got it for one sixty two. It's a three two with a pool in O five. Mm-hmm. And they're giving us all the brand new windows for the place because this guy in Vegas bought it, was gonna flip it and then kind of got like scared or whatever, but just wanted to walk away. Mm-hmm. So I called Jason. I said, listen. Let's partner, but let's flip the roles. I'm bringing the money. I'm bringing the deal. You're doing the rehab. There we go. That's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We get to just sit over here and, if and hang out. Us, yeah, hang out. <laughs> if you need something, let us know. You know, because Morgan's great. She, you know. Oh, she's a yeah, yeah. She's awesome. It's yeah. so funny. She hit me up. Hey, Aaron, do you have any design styles that you want to? I don't care. That's my design. <laughs> I really don't care about this one. Yeah. I trust you completely. You're going to do a great job. Just do your thing. Again, if, it's about win-wins, right? If I, real quick, I hate to interrupt, but if I just lost a second deal to Jason in a month, I'm going to be heated. Is it this house right here? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. It's Lafayette. What, three, six? Six, five or something? No. No, no, no. Oh. We're next door. Next door. Oh, oh right next door. Oh, right my next God. Door. Right next door. Okay. Okay. But yes, <laughs> Don't please, steal that one, please. Please get that one. That I'm one trying. needs to That's be flipped. Tweakers. This be- has been two years of follow-up, and Jason just closed a deal from me. Uh, he didn't buy it from me, clarify. But the, I had made an offer to a buyer or to a seller who I'd been following up with for two years. She called Jason off of a postcard because I said, go get other offers. Do it. Like, it doesn't hurt me. I'm your friend now. There's been two years of helping you. Go do it. Jason closed her over the phone. And I was like, <laughs> so I, when I called her, she goes, I just closed with this really nice guy, Jason. And I said, it was my freaking mentor. I was like, <laughs> he's still got it. But yeah. that's awesome. Don't steal the one next door, please. I'm no, trying. no, no. But please. Why don't please. you just call Jason, tell him to close it, and you guys <laughs> Just tell him to close it over the phone, 50-50, yeah, 50-50 done. 50-50. I'm going to have him run the rehab. There you go. Money. Le- <laughs> legit, though, it needs to be, because there's straight-up tweakers. I've sold four or five houses, and the house that I found that your appraiser on for Santa Ana was in that neighborhood. Oh. So mm. that ties all back into the Santa Ana thing. 
Sorry, I heard wow. Lafayette and I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. <laughs> you saw me pull out my phone and you were like, I was like, I thought your uh, fiance was texting an emergency. I was no, like, no. Worry on your face, like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I probably turned red. But no, uh, that that house that we have next door had a skate park in the backyard. I'd seen it. I looked on yeah. Google Street View because I was doing research, and I, that house <laughs> also had fire in it. No, or is that two doors down? That whole neighborhood two doors down. That whole, that <laughs> whole, whole neighborhood, neighborhood needs to be Black flipped. Rock, yes. uh, or Blackrock owns that one with fire damage. Oh really? Or uh, you know what's the the hedge fund? Blackrock. Yeah, Blackrock. Yeah. They bought it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you guys are crushing. What are your guys' thoughts? We're gonna wrap this up this way. What are your guys' thoughts coming into the end of the year? You guys are big mindset people. I know that. You guys also are absolutely crushing it right now. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know we. We're just consistent, brother. We've been doing this for almost nine years. And, you know, when we started this in 2014, um, it, the market's getting back to where it was then. It's three to four months of inventory, five, six months. You know, those type of uh, months of inventory is kind of a normal market. We've already been in a normal market. Um, it's been fun and wild, but we're, we're just going to consistently continue to do what we do. We... Uh, approaching the numbers on the buy side is we're already you know planning for you know recess you know sales cost back you know people wanting these things because now it's the buyer's market right so we're just going to plan when we buy on the front end anything moving forward on the low end first time home buyer stuff anything that's above a half million to eight hundred thousand in resale that's a different animal different buyer um as long as our comps are solid like they're not going to time out by the time we get the job done. Mm-hmm. We know we'll get the value and we'll get a little more. So, I, you know, it's just being experienced and done enough of it um, and being consistent what you do. We're not going to change our model. Um, we're just going to be smart about what we take. Um, and when we take it now, moving forward, it's going to be deeper dive in the on the front end to right. be able to cover those unknowns yep. four or five, six months from now. Um, and we've already changed that like 45 days ago. Yeah. I told Chris... Before you even give me the ARV, take that 15%, chop it off, and then give me the ARV. I don't even want to know about it. Right. Because that's going to cover all that other shit, right? Yep. And, and that way, I if the deal works with this a- ARV with that already cut and I don't even think about it, then we're safe, right? So. No uh, additional we're thoughts. We really, really want to, uh, yeah, it's rentals. Yeah. Rentals. We really want to, uh, in the next... 16 months is really an add to our rental portfolio We're in so, California yeah 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 Fresno I, I want them locally yeah Cletus um, decided our retirement plan because I'm always hot even in the winter like I roll the windows down driving to work I'm sitting there sweating he goes I decided when we retire we're going to the beach I'm like I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to sell off everything and just cash out, you know, in 15 Constant years. Constant 70-degree weather. I love it. I'm Beautiful. all for it. We're going to start looking for the house now, though. Yeah. I'll, keep, them, I'll keep an eye out there. Yeah, Morro Bay, Pismo. Area? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Where can people find you guys on social media? Well, for me, it's Cletus Shelton on, on Facebook. It's Cleet Dog on Instagram and then EVC Homes for Aaron manages that uh, Instagram. Boom. TikTok there we for go. Cletus and Aaron. Yeah. And then Aaron's Shelton on Facebook. I mean, if you want to see pictures of dogs, then you could follow me on social media on Facebook. But 
EBC Homes, you know, Instagram, it's all about yeah, houses. We don't have somebody doing our posts for us. Everything's organic and, and intimate and hands-on and real. It's, you know, from me or from her. And it's it's open book of who we are and our life and our lifestyle. And we're always trying to help somebody, right? Um, because you know what? We didn't get here today without lots of people helping us mm -hmm. and continuing to help us. Yeah. Every day there's people that help us. You know, like Brad and Jason, we help each other. You know, you guys helping us by inviting us to come in here and, and talk, right? That's a promotion for us. Um, Doing the, the the reels of our properties. I mean, that helps us out tremendously. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and just tagging each other and, you know, supporting each other and always having each other's back, right? You know, we're all trying to basically do the same thing, and we're not in competition with each other. Right. You know, at all. No, and we, I don't think we feel that way either. I mean, we bring you guys on knowing darn well that somebody might have a deal that they feel better fits with your guys' work. And I kind of want to wrap it up on that, knowing that you guys have been a backbone to our community, and we really appreciate you guys coming on, and you guys have shared a lot. And I think there's people that listen to this podcast who aspire to do the level of work you guys do. And I think um, you know it's, it's a good way to keep your guys' face and name in front of them, and hopefully you guys will have people reach out that's what I say. Don't chase the money. Chase the vision. Okay? The money will follow. And then, you know, getting into this early on, I, we decided very early, like when we first started to do this, like if we, we cannot do this the, the right way, we're not doing it at all. So we didn't want to, you know cut any corners we didn't want to we remember that whole experience first time home buyer how it felt walking into our brand new home you know that the emotions that we felt that's what we wanted to give to other people and you know there's first time home buyers that can't afford to go buy the new builds and to be able to give them that opportunity in the lower end home prices and 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 buy it right and do it right and give that brand new feeling where it's new hvac new Hot water heater, new flooring, new cabinets, new, new, seats, wiring, new wiring, everything. You know, in, in the older neighborhoods where they can't afford to buy, um, is priceless. So, I don't think there's any better way we can end it than that, you guys. Thank you guys for being pillars in our community, in the investment community. Um, you know, Scott and I appreciate you guys more than you know, and we loved having you guys come on for the second time. And uh, all of you guys out there listening, make sure to go back, listen to their first episode, listen to this episode, connect with EVC Homes on social media. Um, they've got a lot of good stuff coming up and they continue. Uh, they will continue to have really good stuff coming up. So thank you guys again for coming on. We appreciate you guys. All of you guys out there listening and watching, we will see you next week on the Pursuit of Property Podcast. <laughs>